0: This is the Adrian Autry Show. You know,
1: defensively, we got to be disciplined. You know, we got to limit them, uh, limit their penetration and contest their shooters and try to, you know, limit them to one shot.
0: Presented by Charles Heating Electrical and Plumbing, here's your host, Seth Goldberg. We're here on ESPN Radio, and we're live at Shaughnessy's Irish Pub in the Marriott, Syracuse downtown, now until 8 o'clock with an hour of SU basketball talk. Leading up to tomorrow night's opener, it, fe- it feels good to finally say that, Coach. And, and I'm not involved with the team, so what's it like f- uh, for you? You're you're on the eve of the season. Well, you know,
1: everybody's excited. Uh, the practice is a little uh, elevated today; intensity picked up a little bit more. Not to say that uh, um, that it that wasn't picked up in uh, the previous days, but you know, getting close to the game, this is what these guys want to do. Um, the coaches, you know, everybody wants to get ready for the game, so everybody's excited. We're just looking forward to it.
0: How how anxious do you think some of the guys are to to get out and, and get into a real uh, carrier dome game environment? Not to take anything away from the exhibitions, and I know they got out there and they played. Uh, there's going to be a little more people in in the building tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, it always helps when you know, when you got popcorn in the stands and uh, you know um, the fans come out um, to support the guys. But I think they're tired of playing against each other. I think they're ready to play against some other people. And you know, it's the games. The games are here. You know, this is uh you know, what they look forward to to compete against other other teams. So they're, they're super excited.
0: You know, I, I know – when we talked earlier today, we spent time talking about the point guards, and, and I'm sure that you, you guys are, are so tired of, of talking <laughs> about these guys. I am. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do want to start there because I, I think that's the biggest question that, um, you know, any Syracuse fan out there is asking is, is who's going to play point guard tomorrow night. So uh, let's start with Frank Howard because you said earlier today you don't expect him to play. Where is he as far as his health, and, and you know, how, how far along do you think he is? How soon do you think he could be back? You know, um I, I'm not. I I don't know
1: how soon, but I know he's around. He's looks good. He's uh, sweating, shooting the basketball. He's in the gym. So uh, you know that's a good, that's all those are all good signs. So you know he's working. Um, you know again, um, to his timetable, I do not know. Uh, you know I don't think anyone really knows that, but hopefully it'll be, you know, sooner uh, than than later, which I think it will be.
0: You know I I know we talked about this a little bit last week, and and I know I've talked about it with Jerry McNamara on his show as well, but there there isn't a, a worry with him uh, about coming back and not necessarily being as involved this off season right because he he's a three year starter he played with the majority of these guys last year you you feel like you'll just be able to bring him back plug him in and, and be good to go i
1: mean you know frank's the leader of this team he's around the guys uh, he you know he's done it you know he's been here for 4 years so he understands what's going on what needs to be done Um, You know, the great thing is that, you know, he's still, you know, at every practice, you know, involved with the guys, doing everything that he can, which he's been allowed to do. So uh, I don't think it's a a big worry for him. You know, it's just really just kind of really, you know, getting him back and getting his conditioning going and getting his game, game cardio going.
0: Moving on, we, we've got Jalen Carey, who I, I think there are a lot of people who are really excited to see him play and, and see him get on the floor and, and wear that uh, Syracuse jersey. You, you saw him a little bit in the scrimmage before he got hurt, but uh, where, where is he as far as health? I know you said day-to-day earlier. Uh, you know, how close do you think he is to playing? Day
1: to day, minute to minute, you know, uh, you know he's uh, he's been around. He, you know he's gotten up and down the last couple of days. You know not the, the full the full practice, but you know I think you know um, it'll be you know we'll we'll know more tomorrow. But um, you know I hope, hope hopefully he'll be able to get out there and play.
0: So that seems like he could go up right up until seven o'clock tomorrow night.
1: Uh, probably, yeah, more or less. You know, yeah, he's you know he's 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 moving. He's doing some things. He's doing some things, so you know you just never know uh, how it how how he wakes up tomorrow morning and what happens tomorrow. So, but he's been working; he's he's been good. You know, like again, the last couple of days he's done you know more more in practice, so that's exciting.
0: You know, you've you've obviously seen him a whole lot more than I have, or, or I would guess uh, any fan has. You've seen him so much more. What kind of a player is he? What, what can we expect out of him when he's healthy? When he's back to what he is?
1: You know, he's uh, he's athletic. He's hard to guard. Uh, he can really get into the, uh, into the basket. He can finish. Um, very good passer. Um, probably one of the fastest players, um, you know, with the basketball in his hand. You know, not only in our conference, but probably in the country. He's, he can really, you know, turn the jets on and, and, and get up the court. But super athletic, uh, can shoot the ball, um, get in the lane, make plays. He's just, you know, he's a, he's a special talent. You know, he's, he's really, he's really uh, you know, a little bit ahead of most freshmen.
0: You know, and, and as far as him fitting in with uh, the rest of the team, obviously with Frank, it's it's not as much a worry because he's been here. He's played with these guys for, you know, 30 some on games last year. Jalen hasn't had that experience. Is, is there a concern that when he's healthy, he's then going to have to get up to speed a little bit with Tyus Battle or O'Shea or, or whoever it might be?
1: Well, I think the great thing is that, um, you know, our, our older guys have been able to, uh, you know, talk to him. And, 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 you know, up until, you know, I, you know before the uh, – the practice to a uh, scrimmage where he turned his ankle you know he was playing with these guys so you know he has a good feel for it um like, again you know he the, the older guys have run, really done a good job of bringing him and with them and and been, he's had time to play and practice with those guys as well so it's not like you know this is all new to him so you know he'll be fine
0: you know getting to the 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 third of the three point guards that that we're thinking of here and, and the only reason i say third is because um I don't know that I expected on, a, on, on November 5th to be asking this question at, at any point over the last 10 months. Uh, Howard Washington, uh, how close is he to getting back on the floor in a game situation? I know he's been practicing. Yeah,
1: I think he's, he's, you know, day-to-day, minute-to-minute, you know, um, he's really made some strides, um, big strides. You know, I think he's really kind of come back um, a lot sooner than you you know you would expect but still you know you want to take it easy with him and make sure everything is right but you know it it could be it could be tomorrow you know it could be the next game but i think it's really soon i think he'll be back soon
0: you know given the 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 injury he had and the timing of it he, he had this you know he got hurt late in january surgery early february this feels like a very fast recovery from that. Uh, how, how impressive is this to, to see a young guy like that uh, be able to bounce back and, and get back on the court so soon after uh, what, what I imagine is a pretty devastating injury? Yeah, you know,
1: uh, he, he really worked diligently. You know, um, right right when we got the surgery, you know, just progressing right along. He was He just stayed in the gym. He did more. He pushed himself. He did everything we've asked him. So I think... You know, uh, just his commitment to get back and, and, and get stronger um, was really impressive. And to see that, you know, he's right there, like you said. I mean, this is, you know, normally those injuries take, a, you know, a year, you know, it's eight, nine, nine months. months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, for him to be back and ready to go so soon, um, and I say ready to go, but just that close to, to going is really impressive.
0: You know, you, you say the timeline is typically a year, maybe even a little bit more. I think the question that I had in my mind about Howard Washington this summer wasn't "Okay, when's he playing?" but "Is it possible he red shirts?" Uh, was that ever a thought? with him uh, among the coaching staff or, or a discussion that had to be had? Well, no, not, not, not in my mind. Um, you know, that was
1: nothing that we talked about. I think, you know, when you have these type of situations, you know, you can't predetermine a appreciate. You've got to see how it plays out and see what happens. So, um, you know, again, those those discussions did not take place or so that didn't cross my mind when it happened.
0: What's it say about Howard that that he's able to bounce back so quickly? That he that you know he, he's been putting the work in, but um, you know I'm, I'm sure that kind of an injury that your mind probably goes to some some difficult places. What what's it say about him that he's able to bounce back so quickly from that?
1: Uh, I just think it speaks volumes of his commitment and you know his his confidence and and not getting down. You know uh, you know he's been upbeat. You know, he's been at practice, you know, when he couldn't practice, talking to the guys, talking to the coaches, you know, just being around. So, you know, he's just a great young man. I just think it speaks volumes of his character and his determination to get back.
0: You know, I, I know you mentioned Frank Howard as a guy who's a leader on the team, and, and Frank obviously went through a, a similar injury back in high school. Do you know if they, you know, they they've talked? And I, I don't want to use the term "compared notes," but do you know, do you know, do you know if uh, you know Frank has you know passed along anything like, hey, you might go through this or that, like things like that?
1: Well, you know, I, I don't know that for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me. You know, um, I, we have a very good group of guys they are very close knit. You know, so those guys spend a lot of time with each other, so it wouldn't shock me if if if, the, if, the, if he did have those conversations with him
0: And, and last one on, on the point cards and on Howard Washington in particular but where's he fit into this team if, if he's a guy who's healthy and, and able to go for you, you know sooner rather than later where, where's he fit
1: you know I think you know one he's a very 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 good passer um, a good shooter. Um, you know he gets he gets the ball to where they need to get to. So and I think you know there's always a place for for players like that that can get the ball to you know especially with the talent that we have this year and the, and the shooters that we have. You know someone has to pass the ball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you could always you yeah. could always use a passer, yeah. and, and I'm sure I'm sure that O'Shea and Tyus and, and, and Elijah Hughes will will enjoy that very yeah, much. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But you no, know. he's you know he's 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 a very unselfish player, and you know he's a good he's a good basketball player, and you always want to you know to, you know to have a good team you want to be able to have you know five guys on the floor at all times that can play basketball and i think you know that's where you know everyone's role is
0: you know uh, along these lines before we wrap up and take our first break Tyus battle has been thrust into this uh position has has been playing the point guard uh more often than than he did last year what do you think of of how he played that position in the second preseason game, second exhibition game, because it looked like he was a little more comfortable.
1: Yeah, he he definitely was. You know, uh, you could see um, the way he got the ball uh, and delivered the ball to people, you know, coming off plays, the timing of it. You could just see see he he calmed down a little bit, but I mean, he did did a really good job those first two games. I I believe he had about 11 or 13 assists in the the two games and maybe one or two turnovers. Um, You know, whenever you can have a guy that commands that type of attention and usually when he puts the ball on the floor and he's driving, you know, he he knows only brings two people with him and we can get the, get it out of his hands and find someone else especially with the weapons we have that's always a plus
0: and then he can find buddy or o'shea or, right. yeah, got, <laughs> or all those yeah, weapons that you exactly, got exactly exactly <laughs> we're here talking with adrian autry we're here until eight o'clock tonight on espn radio and live at shaughnessy's let's take our first time out when we when we come back we'll keep it rolling here on espn radio this is the adrian autry show here's your host seth goldberg Back here on ESPN Radio and live at Shaughnessy's Irish Pub in the Marriott, Syracuse, downtown. We are rolling until 8 o'clock. Tomorrow night, Syracuse basketball gets their season underway. If you'd like to give us a call, you want to ask Coach Autry a question, 315-437-7644, or on Twitter at... At ESPN Syracuse at Seth Goldberg seventeen to get some questions in uh, for the coach. Let's get to uh, the forward position. We we spent time talking about the guards and and let's talk about Elijah Hughes because we we you know we've seen a season of O'Shea Brissett and and you know I think I think people up here kind of know what, uh, more or less what to expect mm-hmm. out of him. But with Elijah, there's still so much curiosity and and we've seen him these two uh exhibition games how uh, how good a representation of what he did in those exhibition games is what he is as a player and, and what we might see this whole season
1: i think that's that's the type of player he is you know uh you know when we uh we had a chance to watch him all all year in practice sometimes saying, man, I wish he was, he's, I was right now. He definitely would help us out. But uh, we're excited to have him. Um, he's a guy that can do a, a, a lot of things. You know, he does a lot of things. He can shoot the basketball. He can uh, drive the basketball. He can pass the basketball. And even defensively, you know, he he, he he's very good at anticipating and disruptive. You know, um, we're just very, very happy to have him. But, you know, I think the first two games are a true indication of the type of player he is.
0: You know, I I I watched him uh, in that second exhibition game. I, I was able to get to that one, and and I said, you know what, he can shoot a little bit. He can drive it and score. He can shoot in the mid range. I was like, he, he kind of looks like Tyus Battle offensively, and yeah. that they they could do a little bit of everything. Is that is that a fair comparison to make as as far as what he can do?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know he, he's he's like that Swiss Army knife man. Just he he's good at everything, you know, uh, and he has it's a lot of things that he's good at. You know, I think. You know, the, the biggest thing um, for, for Elijah is that he, uh, you know, he knows how to do it and he knows how to play within what we're doing. He doesn't get outside of himself. That's what I love about him, you know, and he, and he really. know it's about the team and he does everything for the team and he's just playing basketball and he competes and uh you know I think when you have a player of that talent that's kind of contagious you know and Tyus is the same way that's contagious you know everybody starts to play like that and compete like that so you know we're excited you know again for for Elijah and I'm just really looking forward to seeing you know how watch him compete this year
0: you know when when you look at his game and his ability as an offensive player last year's team was so defense heavy and and so good defensively but probably could have used another scorer bringing that in and adding it to you know the same core five six that you had last year how big an impact do you think that makes and and how different does this team look just by adding one more offensive piece obviously knowing that you've got a couple more guys outside of just elijah
1: well i mean the one thing is that everybody's talking about you bring back the five or six starters, but the greatest thing is that Elijah was here last year too. So, you know, minus the games that he played, you know, he was in the practices and, you know, some, you know, heated practices. So he, he's 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 been with the team. So uh we, we consider him, you know, a core seven or eight as well. We return a core seven or eight as well. But I think um, you know, the first two games, you know, I don't I can't remember offhand how many points we scored I've, first two exhibition games last year but i'm sure it wasn't how many points we scored 70 something (laughs) and 80 something yeah yeah, i'm I'm, I'm (laughs) sure it wasn't that if it was it was like right at the end you know uh where we hit that hit those marks so i think you know the ball moves more um you got more the the spacing is open more um you know you 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 got other guys touching the ball it is it's it's, you know it's, it's really you know, you can't really concentrate on one person. Now you got multiple guys that can score eighteen or twenty points. That's tough to defend. You know, we you know we may have four guys that can do that. You know, Frank and Tyus and Elijah and, and O'Shea. You know, those are four guys that can get twenty points at any given time. So, you know, uh, it just really you know you know makes the makes the floor open up a little, a lot more.
0: You know, you you mentioned that he was here. He was practicing. He was initiating himself almost already in the team last year but he couldn't then go play the games I know that given the given the year prior to last year with the two grad transfers John Gillen and Andrew White coming in I know we talked a lot about well it's pretty difficult to just show up and and play in this system defensively and and fit in offensively Um, how much does that help that Elijah Hughes has that year under his belt uh, understands everything he's supposed to do defensively and, and can just kind of play basketball.
1: You hit it right on the nose. I mean, um, going back to when we had John, Gillen and Andrew White, you know, we struggled, you know, and we struggled in the games, you know. Um, and, it, you know, we lost some games that, you know, you pro- we probably normally, if they had been in the system for a while, we probably win those games. And uh, so – I think the transition just makes it that easy. He knows. He's been in the system. He knows what to expect. He knows what coach expects from that position. He knows how we coach. He knows all the expectations. So it's a big advantage. It's, you know, Again, it's a veteran team. We feel like we have a veteran team.
0: Yeah, and, and when you look at the experience coming back, I think that – uh, one of the players that that everybody's excited to see, obviously outside of of a tie's battle, is O'Shea Brissett. Given what he did uh, as a freshman, and he, he gives he gives you a good he left a good taste in your mouth <laughs> at, at the end of the year, right? He, he felt like he was playing really well at the end of the year. Uh, what what do you see as the biggest difference this summer and and this fall in his game from where it was last year.
1: Obviously, you know, getting more comfortable uh, with the college game, but I thought he really, you know, watching him. And watching practice the last month or so uh, even in the exhibition games uh, even in an orange and white scrimmage that he's really worked on uh shooting the basketball um he's he's really shooting the basketball really well um and I I think he's worked on being more comfortable and and really getting in and finishing you know in the lane a, a lot better than he did last year and he knows what to expect so he's you know he's taking you know better shots obviously um and he's you know he's just more comfortable he's more you know fluid he makes his mind up he's more decisive now
0: you, know, you mentioned him as a, as a shooter, and, and you know, I just pulled it up, and, and he was the, the leading three-point shooter percentage-wise. I know there were really only three options for you guys to, t- <laughs> to take those shots last year, but he was the, the leading three-point shooter on, on the team last year. Uh, what, are you, what are you looking for out of him as a shooter? Is it, is it to take that same volume? Is it to shoot that same percentage? Is it to be more efficient? W- what kind of things are you looking for? I think when you've got a team like
1: this, you really got to you know, talk about efficiency. You know, because when you have more options, you know, you may not get the same amount of shots every game, you know, as opposed to like last year. You know, last year you knew, hey, you know, he's going to get 15 or 16 shots. You know, this year, you know, he may get 12 or 13, you know, or or even 10 some nights, you know, because you have more other options. I think efficiency is key. The biggest thing, you know, that we've talked about is, you know, being efficient, and, uh, and I think he's done that, you know, even though, you know we haven't played a real game yet but in the games that we've had played he, you know he's been efficient you know he's had a, he's shot the ball pretty w- really well and i think that's key
0: you know, talking about efficiency, and, and I think that one of the knocks against Ty's battle as he went to the NBA and, and went through that process was, hey, your shooting percentage is down and your three-point shooting percentage is down. And, and, you know, looking at his team freshman year, he wasn't the first option or the second or probably the third or maybe even the fourth. Most of the time he was in the game. And and this year he'll presumably be the number one option, but it seems like there's more around him and, and it might make it easier for him, get him easier shots. With him, as you look at efficiency, do you you look at that as something, you know, when when he presumably goes back through the NBA process at the end of this year, at the end of next year, whatever it may be, as something that's just going to benefit him greatly?
1: I I believe so, yes. I mean, you know, a lot of – when you're trying to make that jump to the next level, you know, unless, you know, you are the number one pick or, you know, a lottery pick – you know, being able to play there, you're going you're going to be a role player. You might not play. You might get in. You know, and if you do get in, you know, you, you know you're not the guy. So you know, you you want to be efficient. Um, I think the whole process has helped him um, understand that. I think uh, you know people forget his freshman year he shot 37 percent from three. You know because we had other guys and you know now you know he doesn't have to shoulder that low like he did last year I mean Tyus, you know he played 40 minutes he defended he did everything you know and he had to you know he had he, he had to take some shots that he probably normally wouldn't take them you know if, if the team was constructed a different way so I think in his case some of that inefficiency had to do to the you know the lack of options that we had on that team so um, i think you know i know that he's played you know the other his first two years he shot in the ball he shot the ball way better and his numbers were were, were better and we had different different talent around is more talent so i'm looking forward to having that season again
0: yeah give, given the the additions to this year's team and it, it feels like this year's team more closely remember uh, resembles that team from his freshman year where, where you had those offensive weapons
1: right you know you had you know you had scoring from uh, pretty much every position and that's big you know when you got i mean just look at golden state you know they got scores <laughs> from every position so it's, it's just hard to like key in on one person so i think that really helps well last year you know we had scoring from three positions and so two you know 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 two guys can you know they can help out on those other three guys so i I don't think you have that dynamic uh this year
0: 315-437-7644 is the number to call if you'd like to join the show and ask coach autry a question let's take our second time out when we come back we'll continue here halfway down halfway to go on the adrian autry show live at shaughnessy's and on espn radio this is the adrian autry show here's your host seth goldberg Back here on ESPN Radio 97.7 and 100.1. We're also live at Shaughnessy's Irish Pub in the Marriott, Syracuse downtown. So come on out, hang out. We're going to be here at Shaughnessy's a lot this week. We're here tonight. We're here uh, Friday afternoon for our football pregame show. So we're going to be here uh, quite a bit. Uh, You know, Coach, we'll we'll get back to basketball in a moment, but I I joked with you off air. It's not often you guys are are playing a game and, and you're not the highest ranked team up on the hill. You got
1: the you got the football team competing with them. Oh man, you know what? It's 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 great for the for the program, for the uh, university um having all these guys, you know, especially the football team we talked about them last week, you know, the the job that they've done. Um and uh it's just really been exciting to watch those guys. So, you know, you know, our season is starting, you know, it, this is all under one hood, you know, one brand. So, I'm excited. This is a great week for Syracuse Athletics. We got basketball, we got football. Just a great week this week.
0: Man, yeah, we got we got both basketball teams in, in action. We got yeah, you guys in action tomorrow night, the coach Q and the, and the women's team in action tomorrow afternoon. Uh they they get their season look they, they've got a game tomorrow against North Dakota but then they, they don't mess around they're heading to Oregon for, for a top man. five game on Saturday so they well, they uh, they dive right in. Well, well, I, I tell Coach
1: Q, when you got a team like that you you can travel around man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got two starting fives man. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know I'm I'm curious I, I'm wondering your thoughts here whether it's going to to play a, a, a highly ranked team like that or you you see the the thing that Duke and Kentucky and and UNC and uh, Michigan State are doing tomorrow night. What do you think it you think it's a good thing for college basketball to to have some of these marquee events or what do you make of of these like big time games at at the tip off of the season? Well,
1: I think it's exciting, you know, um a lot of times those games don't really kind of you know, live up to the to the hype because, you know, it's the first game of the season. You know, it's not it's not always great basketball. But I think it's exciting for the fan bases, you know, uh, the college, the, the the brand of college basketball, you know, to have those type of matchups, you know. But I think all the games are exciting regardless of who you play, especially in the beginning, you know, having these, these guys, just, you know, they, 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 they've they been practicing and, and ready to go. So everybody's pumped up and the energy and everybody's just flying around. So I, just, I think it's great. I, I mean, you know, I, I love it. You know, um, I'm excited, you know, uh, to – to watch a couple of games before we play, you know, so, uh, um, it's, and it, then after we play, to go home and go watch home some and more watch. games. That's so, what, I, hey, that's so, yeah. what I plan on doing
0: tomorrow night. I, so, I plan on going, talking to, to yeah. Coach Bayheim and the yeah. players, and
1: speeding home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's a fun time. You know, I love college basketball. I think it's, it's an exciting, you know, it's an exciting time. Um, when college basketball season starts, so it's it's fun.
0: Yeah, I, I love it, and uh, you know some of these big time matchups make it break through a little bit more. Uh, you know on on a, on a Tuesday night than, than it might break through some of that football talk. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> know on a on a little bit more of a regular basis. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting back to your team and and this year. Uh, you know, seeing today tie his battle, and, and look, we know how good he is, uh, a near first-team All-ACC player last year, 20 points per game, the whole deal. Uh, today I'm seeing that he, ESPN named him a, a preseason All-American, first-team All-American, one of the five best te- uh, players preseason in the country. Um, when you've got a player like that, do d- do you worry uh, about him? Do, do you try and keep that from him? Like, how, how do you handle that? So that he doesn't, you know, so that he he doesn't. I, I don't know. How do you, do you do? you worry about him thinking about that too much? Is I, I guess the question I'm asking. You know what?
1: It depends on a person. Um, it depends on a player. You know, Tyus battle is probably the humblest All American in the country. I can guarantee you that for <laughs> sure. You know, he's all about team. And all about winning and doing things the right way. So you know that's the greatest thing is you know he you know he is egoless, selfless. You know so you know w- w- you know you don't have to worry about that going to his head, so to speak. I, I see what you're going. Yeah. With that. No, no, not Tyus. He's he's the same regardless. You know, um, and that's the great thing about him, man. He just you know he does he just goes out and and works and, and competes every day.
0: You know, I, I guess on a on a larger team level, it, it would be a, a similar question. Is you know, you, you guys are highly ranked. You're you're you know projected to finish high in the ACC. It, it, you know, team wise, do you do you discuss this and, and say, all right, guys, we're going to talk about this once, and then and, and then you know that's it for the year. How do you handle those kinds of expectations going into a year?
1: Well, the, the, the greatest thing is that um, these guys all started the year last year without any of these accolades, so and they got so much appreciation attention towards the end of the year. So these guys understand it all matters at the end of the year, you know, but they also want to go and play well, you know, in the beginning of the year so they don't have to sweat it out like they did, <laughs> like we did, at the end of the year. So I think this group this group is, you know, when you got that experience, they they understand what it's about. I don't think that they are – you know, reading to you know, reading into all that stuff, and and the coach behind won't allow that anyway. You know, but we we go out here and you know we practice, and and we do everything, and we go at it every day with a workmanlike attitude. Um, No game is, oh, this big game, this Eastern Washington game is going to be just as big as when we play Duke. You know I mean? For the fans and the hoopla, yeah, that changes. But our approach and the way we play and the way we do things remains the same. That creates consistency.
0: So you mentioned there the experience and and bringing back these guys who were involved in last year's team. How how much easier does it make, you know, this kind of – Heading into a season and, and you know this this kind of I would imagine this excitement surrounding surrounding the start of the year saying, hey you guys have been through this you, you get it how much easier does it does does that part of the job become knowing these guys just went through it well I mean you know I,
1: I think it's it's a it's, it's really easy because last year you know we had we had to go and play you know, in the playing game and then travel somewhere So they had a chance to come back to campus and be, so, th- so they're used to it. You know, they, they understand the attention. They understand the excitement, um, you know, and, and with, with them experiencing that, it does make it a lot easier. You know, you don't have to spend a lot of time or worry about that. You know, we're just worrying about ourselves and being able to prepare for our opponent and, uh, you know, and really just letting this team take it, take, take form and take its shape and, uh and i think everybody's excited and i think the team the, the one thing that's great about this team is that they are very close you know and they spend a lot of time together and they and you know they they see what the benefits of when they come together the type of things that they can accomplish
0: We're talking with Adrian Autry here on the Adrian Autry Show. We'll go up until 8 o'clock, getting you ready for uh, tomorrow night's season opener, and we'll be here Monday nights throughout the season on ESPN Radio and at Shaughnessy's. And, Coach, getting back to something you said in the the previous part of the show, you said scoring from all five positions and, and how different that might make the team. Are you expecting... I don't know the right way to ask this, but maybe more consistency out of the center position? Because it seemed like, you know, at times you would, you would get from Frank and, and O'Shea and Tyus. Um, but that that center position or even that other forward seemed to be lacking a little more. The other forward, obviously, this year is Elijah Hughes. So are you expecting more consistency out of, out of that center position as far as the offensive game goes?
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, the forwards and the, the guards, you know, Pascal and Barama, Barama's healthy. Um, and, you know, before he really got hurt, you know, he he had some glimpses, and I think he showed some people what he could do. I mean, even hurt, you know, he went down to Pittsburgh and had a double-double, 16 and 18 rebounds or something something like that. And and Pascal has really improved. You know, he's he's more confident. Um, he, he's he's gotten stronger. Um, you know, I expect production from that position, you know, as a two-headed kind of monster, so to speak, um, to be way more productive than it was last year. I, I can almost guarantee you that. Um, they just, they're just they just in a good place, and you know, Barama's healthy, and Pascal has really uh, grown and worked on his game. I mean, did you see the move that he did on the baseline yes. the other day? I mean, that was a 7-2 guy, you know, and he's been, he's been making moves like that. So, you know, but, uh, you know, the biggest thing is that he's defensively, he's, he's a force in there. You know, he's been blocking shots, rebounding the basketball. He's really finishing better, you know, around the basket. So, um, you know, I- I'm excited for both of those guys.
0: You know, I I know when we've talked about it on on our show, and and Stephen Fonte says this a lot, where he's just like, you might as well just combine the two, right? It's it's Barama or So you view (laughs) it that same way, right? Hey, there's 40 minutes, break up the 40 minutes somehow, and and whatever your numbers are at the end of the day, we'll combine it and we'll see what we get.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a a great way to look at it, you know. um, You know, even, you know, I think that's how we, you know, that's how you look at it, you know, even as a coach, you know. You know, I don't look at oh, oh, Shea. You know what? I look at the forwards. What are our forwards are doing? You know, and I think you know that that you know you're not singling out anyone. You know, you just, you know we're doing this thing together, so we we pull for each other. You know, and that's how you you know you have to be to be a good team. So, yeah, absolutely, that's the way you have to look at it.
0: Well, I, I know last year it was a little easier to say. Well, it's the guards, but you you, you knew you knew who was. <laughs> yeah, you know, we the, knew. Yeah, say, it wasn't. It wasn't.
1: It, you could take away the S. <laughs> right. You, you knew who those guys right. were at each position. Was, the the yeah. centers
0: were the ones uh, who, who were really splitting the time right. uh, more so than anything else. But it, it's a uh, you know it's it's interesting to look at at those two guys and and you said. Uh, in, in these exhibition games they 've certainly looked better. It seemed like Pascal has had just a, a huge impact on the, on the game last year defensively J- just uh, being seven two and being there and being big uh, What does that do to the the perimeter? What does that allow the the forwards and the guards to do? Can they be more aggressive? can they they go after the ball a little bit more knowing there 's a, a safety net back there
1: I think so I mean I know um, whenever we 've had a shot blocking center in which we 've pretty much had since I've been here. Right. Um, it allows the, you know those those guards and forwards to be a little bit more aggressive. You know, and sometimes when those guys start driving in in and, and they they get so far and they realize, oh my God, it's a seven-two guy here. You know, it it, it creates turnovers. So you know, he definitely allows you guys. He, he definitely allows the perimeter guys to be a little bit more aggressive and take a little bit more chances and, and really, um, you know, force the you know force the tempo on the, on the defensive end.
0: You know, does I know the system? It seems like when you have these long, athletic guys on the outside, like Tyus and Frank, up top, you get a lot of steals, and and you're able to you know get out and and push a little more because you've you know turned the ball over. Is it easier for for Tyus or Frank to say, Hey, I'm going to take that chance, knowing that you know everybody else on this defense is so good, and and ultimately there's a shop blocker <laughs> who you know he, he, he as you said that guy's going to get to the rim and be like. Do I want to go up? Do I not want to go up right, right, and have right, that decision right. to make?
1: I think I think Frank and and, and the Tigers have great anticipation. Um, I think our defenses had, last year was really good that, you know, when they took a chance, we were all moving in one. So someone, you know, was always talking about help the helper. We were already in position. So if they did gamble, someone was ready to cover it. And that's, that's the experience part that you talk about. So I, I believe that they can. And then you still have. The seven-two guy back there too, as well. So,
0: you know, looking at this team, one guy we haven't mentioned yet is Marek Dolajai and, and I know that uh, in the last exhibition he stepped out. He hit a three uh, that that seemed like it, w- it was something a little bit different than what we saw out of Marek last year. W- what have you seen in his development? Because I, I think he's a guy who a, a lot of fans really come to lo- came to love by the end of the year.
1: You know, Marek's worked hard. Uh, he's gotten stronger. Um, you know, he's finishing better in practice. You know, he's, he's being more assertive. You know, the, the three, he's been shooting the ball a little bit, you know, from three-point range, you know, uh, more. Still more, he's more effective, you know, in that mid-range area. But, uh, you know, he's gotten better. You know, I think the biggest thing, he's, he's gotten stronger, you know, maybe not picked up a lot of weight. But he's got it stronger. You know, he's playing stronger. You know, Marek is, you know, he's, he's a Swiss Army knife as well, man. He passes. You know, he hustles. He gets his hand on, on, on balls. Um, he's finishing, you know, around the basket better. But, you know, I think the biggest improvement is, you know, he has extended his range. It's not as, you know, as consistent as it is in the mid-range, but he has, you know, extended his range out the three point three point line. There's been days where he's, you know, he's knocked down a couple.
0: Last year it seemed like we saw him play the middle out of necessity and and when you needed somebody there due to foul trouble or injury he he was the guy to slide in. Do you think that we might see him play the middle of the zone this year and and maybe not necessarily only out of necessity? Uh-huh.
1: No, um you know what? I I I could see that. You know, he we you know we we have a versatile team. You know, I think, you know, certain games, we may need to go small, smaller, so to speak. Um, and I think him at the five would cause a lot of problems for other teams, you know, especially on the offensive end. Him him being such a skilled passer and, and, and quick driver going off the bounce. And now, again, like I said, him kind of being able to, 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 to make that shot, you know, it would, it would bring the defense out. So, uh, you know, I mean, you could see that definitely, you know, he works there, he's familiar with the center position. So, you know, that, that, that's a possibility for sure.
0: Anyone else we could possibly see in the middle I'm, I'm picturing an O'Shea Brissett in the middle lineup no. is that not no, no, no not no. happening no, no, no. all right not if, if
1: O'Shea's in the center something's spot, gone we, wrong yeah something's <laughs> gone wrong we don't fouled out a lot of people we in like a seven overtime game hey I mean you know, that's happened before <laughs> it has happened before so uh man you got me now man maybe I gotta put him in there for some reps now in practice man
0: You never know. You never know what comes up over the course of the year. Uh, Let's take a timeout. When we come back, we will wrap up the Adrian Autry Show here at Shaughnessy's and live on ESPN Radio. This is the Adrian Autry Show. Here's your host, Seth Goldberg. Back here on ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1. We're also live at Shaughnessy's Irish Pub in the Marriott, Syracuse downtown Got a couple more minutes left if you'd like to uh, give us a call, 315-437-7644, or send in a question on Twitter. At ESPN Syracuse at Seth Goldberg seventeen, uh, coach. We got a couple of games this week before we're going to talk next. Uh, you got Eastern Washington coming up tomorrow night. What's your what's your scouting report of them and 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 how do they you know how do, what 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 kind of team are we seeing coming up to the dome?
1: You know, uh, an experienced team. They return you know seven seven guys from last year's team. They were. They lost in the championship of their conference to to make the tournament. So, you know, very good team. They lost their best player, but, you know, they returned, you know, a bulk of of their roster. Um, Three-point shooting, you know, moving the ball. You know, they won't be intimidated. You know, they'll come in here and they'll be ready to go. So, you know, it'll be a challenge for us.
0: You know, I I remember last week talking with Jerry. He said that uh, Hop had played against them out in Washington H- how many phone calls back and forth <laughs> between Syracuse and Washington it's been a few been a few <laughs> been a few
1: um you know uh you know hopping them you know Washington they did, they did, they they had a stretch where they did some things differently defensively but you know you know again the biggest thing is they 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 lost their best player who was like the you know big Sky player of the year you know he scored over X amount of points, so they lost him. But again, they got some new guys coming in. You know, they still have three guys that really, you know, one of the top three shooters in their conference. You know, as far as three point shooting percentage wise. So you know, they got guys that can shoot the basketball. So um, and they're gonna move it around and spread it out and and, and and try to you know shoot a bunch of threes.
0: So we're gonna see the old try and beat the zone with threes. Uh, well, coming just, in, <laughs> yeah. I just think that
1: that's what they do. You know, that's that's the identity of their team. They're a three point shooting team. So, uh, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know and, and not to get too far ahead but but looking towards next weekend and, and you've got this moorhead state team coming in uh for for the second of these early season uh games before heading down to the garden uh, what are you what are you looking to see out of out of moorhead state and and uh what do you expect from them this weekend
1: you know moorhead state you know is, is is another group that returns you know their five starters from last year um You know, a young team last year, so they went through some bumps and bruises. But, you know, obviously they'll be better. They got good guard play. You know, they're a team that tries to attack off the bounce, get in the lane, and and make plays. You know, both of their, um, their guards, I mean, got to the free throw line over 100 times. You know, last year, so, you know, uh, one of those attacking, getting the paint, you know, aggressive, push-the-ball type teams, you know, with some athletes. So, you know, it, those would be two good challenges, you know, two different styles, but two good challenges for us.
0: You know, you, you guys head down to Madison Square Garden next week, and I, I'm sure that on next week's show, you'll, you'll talk about playing at Madison Square Garden, and we'll do all of that as, as we do every week. <laughs> but uh, with the two games in the Dome this week, what, what do you look to accomplish before heading out on that first early season road trip?
1: Two wins. No, you know you you know you want to play well. You know you want to you know you know you want to you know your defense. You know you want to work on your defense. You want to work on your offense. Again, overall, you you're looking at you know the team and obviously the results. So you want two wins, and you know and just trying to you know continue to improve. You know we're not going to be perfect. You know the first you know game or two. It's going to take some time, but. um but obviously you know the energy you know the um doing what we've been doing all along you know and uh really just uh you know playing together staying together
0: you know going on the road early in the year and and it's going to be game three is going to be on the road is that something is that another one of those things that's made a little easier given the experience that you're bringing back absolutely you know you, you
1: you know these guys have played down at the garden already so uh you know, they, they know what to expect. You know, they know it's like a home game for them, so to speak. You know, Syracuse crowd, you know, playing in the city. You know, they get excited for that, and, and they know what to expect. So yeah, I have to answer your question, absolutely, yes.
0: So tomorrow night we're, we're getting Eastern Washington in the Dome, and uh, you said obviously wins are, are the first first thing on your list of, of what to watch for and oh, what, to, yeah. what to hope for. Uh, what else is there? For tomorrow night it's, it's the first uh, – regular season game of the season what what are you looking for for these guys to do um you know you know again
1: play well play with energy um you know rebound the basketball you know get the ball up the court you know um and uh you know play together as a team like we've been doing you know all through practice you know share the basketball and, and make the right plays
0: so that'll just about put a bow on things tonight for the adrian autry show as mentioned game tomorrow night Eastern Eastern uh, Washington coming up to the Dome. Uh, that'll be at 7 o'clock. You'll hear it on TK99. We'll have post-game coverage immediately following the final buzzer. Here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Uh, We're here at Shaughnessy's Irish Pub. Should mention, we'll be back here Friday afternoon for our pregame show starting at 4 o'clock for SU football. They've got Louisville in the Dome this weekend. Uh, But today, we're here for the Adrian Autry Show. We'll be here Monday nights throughout the basketball season, 7 to 8 o'clock on ESPN Radio and, of course, here at Shaughnessy's. Uh, Thanks to TJ, the engineer here, to... uh, Get us on the air and help us out. Thanks to Tommy back in our ESPN Radio studios. And, and Coach, thanks for coming out. Looking forward to doing it again soon. I look forward to seeing you again. This has been the Adrian Autry Show here on
1: ESPN Radio.